What's up, Cotish? What's happening? It's the biggest threat to Cork for decades. Decades? Relax, we're keeping Coveney locked in the bunker so he can't destroy anything else other than his own career. The storm, you langer. A red alert. Oh. Cork hasn't been dishammered since we won the double or when Kerry lost the five in a row. <laughs> you turf munchers are so obsessed with the weather. Evelyn Cusack is like your Kylie. There are power cuts here. Oh. Oh, thousands of homes plunge into grim darkness. Oh. Like your house and those home photos you post online. Like, Sorry? I only post my fab home chic photos to rub it in people's faces. Ever stop. What? There are people living in hotels since Ender was Taoiseach who felt sorry for the state of your house. It's a totes on trend home of the yearable pad I'll have you know. The only telly show I could end up on is how clean is your house? Ugh. I mean the cut of the place. Anyway, aren't other counties in the eye of the storm? It's not just Cork. What? Like Claire? Yeah. Sure, when has Claire not looked like the aftermath of a hurricane in terms of... Truth. The first time I saw Donegal from the air, I thought, wow, this quarry is big. You know, I was wondering if we could blame the storm for the, the, the waiting lists and the A&D chaos going forward. Sure, why not? Added to the list of excuses. Covid, the cyber attack. The, the Spanish flu. Yeah. The big snow of 82. Mary Harney's hairdo bills. And the bleach required to remove James Riley's stains from the office. Oh, that's very good. Yeah. Sure, people will be back in good form anyway when I declare an end to masks and nefit next week wow. I'd be tempted to do a run down the steps and another speech in terms of to think Tony Houlihan will be back to his day job of ignoring all the same old scandals he was so good at ignoring before <laughs> so that's why he's on the big money no Robert Watt is on the big money in fact his money is so big Paul Reed could stand on his pay rise and nearly come up to his shoulder I don't know no, no, that, that's very inappropriate now come on <laughs> I know the Cothish is back to his best BTW thanks for saying you'll vote for me to become again, even if I'm still under the criminal investigation that will totes clear my name. Ah, well, I'm nothing if not Lyle. Tis the very reason I repeatedly betrayed half of Fianna Fáil to save the disgraced half of Fianna Gael. Isn't betrayal the exact opposite of loyalty, no? And sure we are the exact opposites. Oh, dude, polar opposites. And like the Poles, we're both in meltdown. Yeah, wait, what? Anyway, I've got to go. Only 12 more junkets till I'm Tish again. Alright, shitters. How you doing? Sorry I'm late. I was going till the small hours last night. Oh, you were doing late debate, were you? Don't be daft, dot IE. I was in Vicker Street to see the Queen of the Huns herself. Who? Joanne McNally. I'll admit, some lady petrol was had. Alright. Oh. Joanne and I are both what I like to call the posh working class. Uh, and what does that mean, boss? We went to private schools, but we say years. What? Deals get me. Uh, right, look, we need to discuss the abomination that was Claire Byrne Live this week, an attack on Sinn Féin. Absolute disgrace. Well, first of all, I didn't see it, but anything that inflates our sense of victimhood is grand, no? What? You didn't even see it, but you tweeted about it. You said, words fail me. Good night, RTE. It was a bleeding Mady Lou mic drop. Aye. Uh, that wasn't about Claire Byrne. What? I had just seen what this government has done to the price of Prosecco. Ugh. Words fail me. Good night. Sick. Oh. Was there any fallout I should know about for when I'm, you know, doing a tough one-on-one interview? When? In about three or six months. Well, uh, Matt Carty sort of left the door open to us in government having advisors with criminal convictions. Ugh. 
Well, he should have said, Claire, honey, do you know what's really criminal? The state of your show. Oh. Who's doing your props? The recycling bin out the back of an Oxfam. <laughs> Good one. By the way, kudos to the Women's Council. Aye. You know you're doing something right when Regina Doherty is wheeled out of her dark lair to whinge at you. <laughs> She's like Fine Gael's version of Nadine Dorries. How do the blue shorts think they should be at a protest rally against themselves? I know. It would be like a minister arranging a report to reveal how badly they're running their own department. Actually, Simon Coveney did exactly that on his own party's handling of defence, would you believe? It's really true what they say about the cream of society, rich and thick. <laughs> anyway, no one supports Namana more than Mary Lou. I even congratulated the occupying queen on her platinum jubilee. Yeah, a lot of the comrades weren't so sure about that. So okay, Pierce, no mansplaining, yeah? I wasn't. You can't just use that word to shut me down any time I say anything. Now you're gaslighting me. Are you just using stock phrases you don't really understand? To no, sh- no, that's performative, all right? <sighs> now look at the time. I've got a scoot. I'm seeing Joanne tonight. You, wait, again? Yeah, I'm following her around, you know, the way that dad rockers do with Springsteen. All aboard the Prosecco Express. Choo-choo. Girls night out. Oh, Louise, would you mind hanging back, love? I think they're looking for someone to do the late debate tonight. Oh. Oh, God. Thanks, hon. Mwah. Welcome to Home of the Year. Glorifying home ownership in a housing crisis. And sponsored by a bank. Problematic? Mustn't dwell. Meet our panel of judges, led by design legend, he makes me say that, Hugh Wallace. I'm right at home, I've got my thesaurus, and I'm TikTok rock ready to alliterate. Bad girl architect, Amanda Bone. I'm like MJ, I don't care if a property is black or white, but if I see any other colour, my eyes will bleed. And new judge, Sarah Cosgrove. Space and flow. First up, a mansion built with a bottomless pit of money. Ooh, this home has got fizz, bang and a wallop load of architect's fees. Invoice joy. Mm, I wonder who the designer was. Instagram? It has space. Ugh, clutter. My name is Sarah. Sorry? The new judge. Oh. We're Susie. Well, lovely to meet you, Sarah. It's actually Hmm? Sarah. I don't like that name. No, no, I'll call you not Susie. Sarah? Shush now. Now it's time for the judges' scores. The whom is modern. I'm giving it a nifty nine. Unfortunately, I've counted more than four objects in the building. It's not for me. I give it the lowest score possible. It's a seven. What an eeny meeny. Zip it, you, or feel my wrath. <gasps> Next up, a trendy street house in Dublin. And it doesn't bode well for the judges because this house appears to be lived in. Wow, how dinky. Tiddly, tiddly, doo, doo, tiddly. Someone lives here. For real. This house is like Donegal Callahan after a Red Bull and a tube of Smarties. Too much personality. I need to lie down. Preferably not in this kip. I feel like I'm in Sylvanian families. Come out, little mousie. I think it's cosy. Oh, Sarah likes it. It's Sarah? Please not, Susie. I can't hear anything over the loudness of the pattern on the tiles. Let's just get out of this home. It's a seven drenched in pity from me. There's only one way to improve this home. Burn it to the ground. Burn it all. I liked it. 
I give it a 10 out of 10. Oh, poor not Susie. She'll soon learn. Join us next week when we visit a brand new mansion on 100 acres, a house in a, an estate, and ugh, a flat. Hmm, I wonder what home will win. Settle down. Welcome to today's minister's training miss, class. Miss, miss, yes, miss. what is it, Fleming? You spelt fast wrong. It's F A Fada S, not F F S. This isn't FOSS. It's the For Feck's Sake training programme for ministers who say stupid things oh. like you on drive time. Well, I, I apologise. Wake up, Fleming. It's 2022. Apologies died five years ago. It's denials now. Or better yet, just don't say it. And who are you anyway, miss? I'm a senior civil servant. You know, the people who actually run the country. Are you talking about me? Sorry I'm late, but I'm not because I don't care. <laughs> Tarnish show, we've been expecting you. Ugh, yeah, my boss made me come. Michal made you come? <laughs> no, my actual boss. My self-satisfaction rating. <laughs> Indeed, you're as popular as the price of petrol right now. <laughs> what else? <laughs> you should shop around. <laughs> oh, you're one to laugh, Fleming, and you on the radio, like a sort of culty Antoinette. <laughs> People is only complaining about inflation now because oh. the price of everything is going up. And worse than your patronising of the public on the national air waves you sounded like you didn't even want to be there well it is not like I was on Midlands 103 that's where you actually get the votes what a swamp donkey Eunice right lesson one again Uh, pretending you care or have empathy Uh, miss I'm actually allergic to that empathy stuff and I have a doctor's note that I wrote myself anyway is Champagne Supernovany not here oh no he's been stacking up the embarrassments too quickly the department party the Russians the passport office and a whole box load of defence forces Champagne uh, actually, miss, I've been here since uh, half past eight this morning. <laughs> Nobody. I thought you were a very narrow whiteboard. I've been kept back in junior Egypts for a year now. I was supposed to be in senior Egypts by now. I find the term junior Egypts very offensive. The proper title is Minister for State Egypts. <laughs> yeah, don't mind me. What time do you call this, Minister O'Brien? What? Pardon. No, I just forgot me back from the last time I was here. I'm not I'm not actually in today, miss. Really? I'm... After you spent 40 41,000 on your housing for all policy launch. Uh, Take a seat, O'Brien. Ah, here. Shinny, 41,000. Have you never heard of shopping around? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's enough. (laughs) Cuneus. Cuneus. Get the news. Be the news. News the news. It's the Stephen Nolan Show. Stephen Nolan here and the biggest show in the country starting your day off with a freewheeling cavalcade of shouty phone calls outrage and whatever comes out of my mouth So Northern Ireland is without a first minister again what's going on up here at all let's go to a caller Wilson McWilson how are you? We could not in good conscience stand by and support the satanic fiend in Northern Ireland protocol right. Unionism has to stand for the democratic right to tear down democratic institutions And you let us go without an executive just to prove your point it is undemocratic, Stephen, mm. to have a parliament that refuses to recognise our right mm. to block other people's rights. Simple as. Let's go to another viewpoint then. Neil O'Neill, what do you think? Wilson doesn't know what he's talking about. The DUP's days are numbered and those numbers spell see a letter. But that doesn't make sense. You're speaking that Irish gulag language again. Scooby-Doo yogurt. Scooby-Doo. Well, that is deeply insulting to the native fuckle of this island. Listen to that. Filthy tongue. Is a tip 
Typical father botherer, Stephen. That's what he is. Yeah, this is good stuff. Let's go to another caller. Good morning. I'm here in County Londonderry, and I don't care a bit about the protocol. It's not a priority. Right. We need to move on and focus on business um, and cross-community efforts to... Sorry, bring... caller, your line is just too reasonable. It's, it's, it's just not good. We'll have to lose you. Wilson, can you screech on here a wee bit? Of course I can. The Irish Sea border must go. We do not want your hunky-dory's homosexual-themed crisps up here. We want good British Worcester sauce walkers. Thank you very much. Do you pay try to force a rosebush upon the nationalists? That was the worst thing since internment. The Shinners hate rosebushes. They're full of hate. Hate and salads. And what's wrong with salads, Wilson? Unionism will not be force-fed tricolour salads. I'll not eat nothing unless it comes baked into a British pie. Aye. Packed in a sort of saturated fats and salt that killed Henry VIII. God be good to him. Will unionists share power if Sinn Féin's the biggest party after the elections? I'd rather be put to death in a salad. Okay, here's a thought, Wilson. What if the Irish Sea border was made entirely out of rose bushes to commemorate the Northern Ireland centenary? Well, well if I, I Wilson, well, I mean, if if they were red and and white, and we could put the blue. You know, this this would be acceptable to our community too, Stephen. Okay, all right. Great. Once we also got an Irish language act. Unacceptable! What? The West Belfast LGBT wordle humping uh, saw doctors licking heathens are trying to look, force a United Ireland upon look, us one fucko at a time. Typical. typical okay, well, it sounds simple. like we're getting nowhere, so let's call that a good day's work. Be the news. Tomorrow we're asking why is there no Nordy Tato Park? Who's to blame? And can I get a podcast series out of it? This is Stephen Nolan's show, biggest showing the country. Ah, that's done it. Alright, fantastic. Yeah, come on over here, Billy. That was as fantastic. Not crazy world. Amazing world. What? Yeah, fantastic. How do you feel, Billy? I'm very bleeding emotionally. Yeah. I never imagined I'd be dancing to crazy world. Yeah. Normally I'm trying to break up fights sooner. And I just want to say... Christy Dignam, uh, I love you. We're after having 40 years together, me and the lads, yeah. and we're tearing nationwide in March. Tickets are available now. Let's hear from the judges. I'll take it, master. Brian, let's start with you. Well, I did wonder if we'd see a silly Billy tonight, but that performance gave me goosebumps, so it was a chilly Billy. Wow, yeah, thanks, Brian. Lorraine? Just watch your frame. I have been watching me frame for weeks now, Lorraine, and it's a picture. What? A picture frame. Oh, oh. Okay, Arthur, yes. did Billy give you the willies? Billy, in a rumba, in a samba, you fire. I make how you say boom, boom. <laughs> and the judges' scores are in. Brian. I give him a one. Lorraine. Two. Arthur. He's, he's a nine. Dormio. And after the break, we'll take Gronya Shoiga out of the fridge. Yeah. He's going to be so hot, I fire my trousers. Welcome to Clareburn Live. Tonight, after announcing they'll be changing its name, what next for Tato Park? We've built a roller coaster in studio because it was cheaper than buying a family pass. To discuss, we have high-pitched relic from Orgy's disgraced boom years output, Eddie Hobbs. Clare, people are complete morons, right? As I know from some of them following my advice. So take two cows, right? One cow is a shinner and it'll probably eat the other cow. 
That is socialism. Right, we're straight into crazy, I see. Normally we wait until I start using props. Matt Carty from Sinn Féin, can you make us trend on Twitter, please? This government has let the people down on housing and now they're selling our cheese and onion. Look at me, I come from a county that gets their five a day from crisp flavours alone. Jennifer Carroll McNeil, you're Finnegale's least relatable TD. I would worry that Sinn Féin would unite the tater brands north and south. And people are not ready. Let's think of those who prefer artisan crisps priced obnoxiously high. You see, Fangale only care about the landlords who eat Tato's Bistro range of crisps. How dare you? I only eat Tyrrells. They're so deliciously overpriced. Matt, Sinn Féin have said some pretty nasty things about the Northern Tato brand in the past. Are we supposed to just forget about that? Well, I think we need to leave the past in the past and look to the future but also celebrate the things we like in the past while also forgetting about the past as we move forward. Eddie Hobbs? I'm thinking of opening a theme park in Detroit. Invest now, your money's on a ghost train, but it mightn't come out the other side. Woo! OK, our text poll tonight. What do you think should be the new name of Tato Park? Text Y if your answer is I'll never vote Sinn Féin or text N if you think Sinn Féin never shares its crisps. I hear. Jennifer, wiggle your eyebrows so that we know you're still alive. Uh. Oh, she's really struggling there. Coming up next, we get the views of a small child who loves roller coasters. And for balance, we also ask a large adult who hates children and theme parks what they think. Back after these. Ah, Tickle my turnip. Is it time to pack my things and play the last post for my days in Daddy's... No, 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 Prime Minister. Despite everything, it appears you can carry on. Carry on, Boris! That's the title of my my, my memoirs! Your continued survival defies the laws of all reason. Defying the law is is my speciality. You are enormously unpopular and untrusted, yet you remain the PM. And it looks like we'll have a war and a storm. I should be like Churchill addressing the nation with all the vim and va-va-voom that I've undressed the booby parts of the nation. The Russians are a great worry, sir. Oh, good Lord, don't tell me. They've stopped donating their squillions to the party? No, no, sir. They plan to invade Ukraine. Do keep up. Which, of course, is dreadful. But so long as those jolly garks keep filling the Tory coffers, Uh. then I shall turn an eye as blind as the one what Watching my wedding vows. Pillow pow! Well, for your purposes, the important thing is that Partygate scandal is very much on hold. Oh, good, because Carrie is planning a bash to celebrate the war. She must absolutely not. These are tense times, sir. The press can't make up their mind on whether Carrie is a Lady Macbeth schemer or a party-loving airhead. Of course, it can be difficult finding out which of the two types of woman a particular booby-wobbler might be. Quiet. There's also a severe fallout from your comments on Keir Star and Jimmy Savile. <laughs> but for people not paying attention, like me, uh. all they hear are the names Keir Starmer and Jimmy Savile uh. smash together in a great big scandal sandwich over and over again until the internet spits out its crazy. It is quite a diabolical scheme, even for you. Also, send me more cabinet aids. What? I'm running out of trouser suits with clipboards to sacrifice. Uh. Sooner I'd have to point the finger at my darling wife, Carrie. Sir? Uh, possibly baby Wilfred as well. You couldn't 
impossible. How on earth could you... Oh, well, just have to invent some smears. Oh. Say Carrie was hosting parties in number 10 during lockdown, or, or that she had undue influence over appointments. Well, both of those things are true. Well, truthful smears? Oh. No, 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 that's not my style at all. No. Anyway, must get back to thrashing out my Shakespeare book ah. to fund past and future divorces. And are you nearly finished, sir? Yes, I'm just getting to the bit where Othello meets Sir Lenny Henry. Right, well, we're teetering on the brink of World War Three, but somehow we still have to cover sport. Des, what? Yeah, Damien Duff's managerial career begins tonight when Shelburne take on St Pat's in the opening game of the new League of Ireland season. Be still, my beating heart. Yeah, uh, Brian Kerr knows what it's like to walk in those shoes. It doesn't get much bigger than this, Des. I remember me first game managing Pats. I was doing a milk round at the time and I had to bring me float to the game because my car was up in blocks. When I came out afterwards, some of the lads were after putting their scarves on the float and I thought, this is it, you know? Yeah. Though I was after getting a parking ticket. <laughs> Malone. Uh, heartwarming, Des. In the GAA, all eyes will be on Croke Park Saturday night when the dubs take on Mayo. A great short-term disappointment versus long-term disappointment. The dubs have suffered a disastrous slump in form and they've already been written off by many commentators, oh. particularly ones from Kerry. Here's Pat's plan. Look, at people say it is only the league, but losing is a bad habit, like cutting our toenails in the Sunday game. And Mayo will really fancy their chances of setting up another ultimately doomed championship run here. But don't rule out Kerry they're young and they're hungry and keen for a historic one in a row. <laughs> in the Winter Olympics, Irish freestyle skier Bubba Newby has finished 20th in the half-pipe qualifiers. Right, is he one of the Ballyragget Bubba Newbies? Yeah, uh, no, he was actually born in Cork. <laughs> really? In Cork? While his American dad was on a short teaching contract at UCC, yeah. So he was born here on a stopover. We're sending duty-free to something called the half-pipe. Meanwhile, the 15-year-old Russian skater at the centre of a doping scandal failed to win a medal because she fell. Right, and this is the most important story about Russia today, is it, Des? Uh, yeah. Mm. She, she tested positive for a banned substance but said mm. she drank out of a glass that was used by her granddad who was on heart medication. Right, so Novak Djokovic won't be allowed to play at Wimbledon because he refuses medicine, uh. but the child who took medicine also faces a ban. Uh, uh, yeah. <sighs> right. Sport really rises above the real news, doesn't it? Any footballers kicking cats this week? Uh, uh, no. Good. No. Let's get back to the front line and the little face-off between nuclear powers then, shall we? Sure, yeah. And up the duffer. <laughs> Dear God. Welcome to BBC News, I'm Hugh Edwards. The grand old Duke of York, he had 12 million quid and settled with it out of court. Prince Andrew reneged on his vow to defend his good name in a trial, that name no longer carrying his Royal Highness, but something more like his sweatless creepiness. 
So now he agrees to pay millions to a victim he claims he never met, as you do. I'm joined by our royal reporter, Dame Margaret Muffy Fotherington, to discuss this more. Good evening. Yes, you. I think Prince Andrew was under pressure from the firm to settle rather than risk further embarrassing admissions in court. Like his friendship with convicted sex offenders. Like the fact that he dined at a Pizza Express in Woking. Right. Uh, The prince has also promised, or perhaps threatened, to help a victim's charity. Yes, I think the prince will work tirelessly to help victims of abuse by Mm -hmm. never appearing in public ever again, except for in blurry photographs of him in Range Rovers with that shocked expression on his face, like he's realised he's just forgot to clear the internet history on his home computer. Yes, well, £12 million, an awful lot of money. Who actually pays for that, the Queen or the British taxpayer? Well, the money comes from something called the Duchy of Lancaster. It's a private royal fund dating back to Edward III. Right, so slavery money then. Perfect. Thank you, Dame Muffy. Quite. Now, some are calling for Prince Andrew to forfeit the title of Duke of York. So, for their views, we spoke to the people of York. Well, I'll tell you something for nothing. Yeah. I feel sorry for the lad. Do you? It's hard to be a straight white man today without somebody accusing you of some kind of assault or other. Right, have you been accused of assault or...? No comment. There's worse than him. That Meghan Markle's run out. Imagine bringing Prince Harry to California. He's a ginger. She's burning him alive. I don't see why they're so hard on, I'll bet. Andrew? I mean, it was the 80s, wasn't it? It was very different times. It was 2001. There were different times, like I say. Well, there you have it. It's all just a royal pain in the you-know-what. I'm Hugh Edwards, wondering what a British Republic might look like. BBC News. What's up, guys? Welcome to the all-new Leo the Rogue Experience, uh, the podcast where I say whatever I want and keep getting away with it somehow. Yes. Can't believe I'm still the leader of Fine Gael. I'm basically untouchable. Yeah, like, people can't even afford to turn on the heating. Rent is as expensive as the minister's expenses. <laughs> and yet somehow I'm still in cabinet. Don't even want to be here. <laughs> no, it's sick. What? Which is a term meaning it's cool. I thought Helen McEntee would have ousted me by now, but she's just so dull, she sort of melts into the background like poor people problems. Well, thank God we ended COVID in time to reinstate the annual Patrick's Week junkets. Hooray! I got Holland. Where did you get, Leo? (sighs) They put me in Colombia just to stop me clubbing because I'll be too scared of Sinn Féin's Marxist FARC terror homies. I'll be visiting the Anne Frank Museum. She lived in a cupboard in the attic for two years. Wow. And the millennials complain about bedsits <laughs> like hello but don't forget she didn't pay any rent so it's not to be uh... oh yeah aren't you a landlord now you got moving rid- on it's uh, pretty telling that the minister for foreign affairs is the only one not going abroad for being such a loser <laughs> doesn't that make Simon Coveney our designated survivor well I'd rather not survive if he's the one left in charge <laughs> well actually he has a minder Heather Humphreys who's very popular with the party at the momo yeah I've noticed oh. I don't get it. I mean, she does no self-promotion, just gets on with her job. I mean, that's no way to lead. Okay, everyone, it's time for our next segment on the Leo the Rogue experience, Leo's Law. There's only one law. Leo's Law. law. Okay, Leo. Kothish, this week it's my new remote working bill. It gives workers new rights. And with all the pro-employer clauses and opt-outs, they basically have a remote chance of ever working from home again. The important thing is this bill includes the new 
bank holiday for St. Bridget's Day. Oh. So if you oppose Leo's law, you either hate holidays or St. Bridget. Oh. Or by extension, all women. Wow. And that's politics, kids. Okay, and since you're so famous for your dismissive attitude to the housing crisis. Sorry, what? This segment is called Out of Touch. You're out of touch. Landlords are just better humans. Hardly anyone is homeless in Ireland. Well, anyone that matters. Tiny Tim should get a job. <laughs> That's my favourite segment. Off you go. So the biggest crisis in our country right now is that Fianna Fáil TDs are getting info on sports grants before our boys. <laughs> and I will fight for our right to parish pimp politics. Also, Ireland needs more vulture funds, not less. Wowzers, Pascal dude, read the room. What? That's all we've got time for on Leo the Rogue Experience Podcast. Well done, tarnished that. Co- Really looking forward to a nice quiet weekend with no work. Much the same as the rest of the week then. Ha <laughs> ha. What? I hope the power is restored to everyone. Toads. And you'll be able to turn the lights back on in your grim house. Sorry, the lights are on. It's just, it's very trendy. I'm trendy. Sure, sure. It's a very Instagrammable home. Toodles, everybody. Ciao for now. <laughs>